amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yay! You mentioned us and then didn't want to say our names a second time. A four. Uh, Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Fandom Show, uh, the show where we talk to our favorites about their favorites. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Stephanie Malik. And I... I'm your other host, aforementioned, Kaya Green. Welcome to the Fandom Show. Steph, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You excited? Um, I am excited. This show so far has either touched directly on or uh, been the start of several fandoms for me now. So yeah. I'm having a great time. This is like, this show can't go on for too long or you're going to be uh, broke and, and just... I'm going like, to run out of t-shirts you're gonna, to wear. <laughs> you're going to run out of space for t-shirts. Um, but that's okay, because today we have a whole new fandom to talk about. It is the one, the only, the most magical place on earth, Disney Parks! Ooh. Yay! Um, originally dreamed up by Walt Disney himself. Whoa. Uh, the first park was erected in 1971. Um, now Disney boasts 12 parks worldwide, one of which, Disney World, is one of the biggest man-made attractions on the planet. Wow. Facts. Um, Full of rides, both inspiring and inspired by your favorite Disney properties, the parks are also a remarkable example of design and engineering, even giving their employees, the high-level ones anyway, a new name, Imagineers. Ooh, see what they did there? It's Imagination Engineer. Anyway, from the fantastical world above ground to the mysterious behind the scenes, Disney parks are the place where dreams come true. And on that note, before we introduce our wonderful, wonderful guest today, um, if you want to make Bad Dog's dream come true, you also see what I did there. Um, We would ask you to consider buying a virtual ticket to this show. This show is going to open your mind to many wonderful things about the the wonderful world of Disney, including maybe some cool facts and tips that'll save you money at the parks. Maybe not. We can't guarantee that. But (laughs) if you imagine that's what's going to happen, spend some of that money making sure Bad Dog can keep doing excellent programming like the excellent programming that you are about to see right now. So uh, please go to Bad Dog Theater slash The Fandom Show and donate some money. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, I am thrilled to introduce our guest. Uh, he is a Canadian comedy award-winning performer, what? writer, and director. Wow. On stage, uh, he originated the role of Swan slash Chief in the world premiere of Trey Parker's Cannibal the Musical. Um, no, it was great. Uh, he was very proudly in the ensemble for the workshop production of Jason Roberts Brown's Tony Award-winning musical parade directed by Harold Prince. Uh, he's also worked as a puppeteer for the Canadian Opera Company as a clown for Canadian Stage, Zero Gravity Circus, and with a terrific amount of unsuccess and irony, at a comedy club called Clowns in Quezon City in the Philippines. Uh, Mark is also co-host of uh, We Like Theme Parks podcast, as well as Sunday night's main event on TSN Radio. Uh, 
There's so many more wonderful things I could say about Mark. He what was it, he we've performed with him for our Buffy musical. We adore him. Uh, he's also DJed many a great party. Rockstar DJ. Uh, please welcome the incredible Mark Andrada. Mark. I have too many fandoms. <laughs> you were that intro was like mostly I don't, I, fandoms. I don't think that it's uh, it's possible to have too many fandoms <laughs> unless you're Steph in three years when we're done with this show and she oh, knows no. all of them. <laughs> then I worry for her. But besides that, you are you are clean and free. You have enough fandoms. I'm I'm gonna do my best to not get into BTS. No, that's, Mark, that's you have plan. to go back and watch the episode with Anne. I mean, I've, I've seen it. I I, uh, I I enjoy BTS's music. I'm not going to learn their <laughs> Oh, Hot man. take here. Oh, you know what? Plan. Let's quote this down because next time we do another BTS episode, this will be a hot take. Yeah, oh, this is going to be exciting. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're here. Yeah, I'm afraid. Anne's going <laughs> to hit me. No question. Anyway, we're, we're not here for your eventual feud with Anne. We are, in fact, here for your yeah. fandom, the thing you love, which is Disney Parks. Um, so if you're ready for a couple of questions, I think it's time for Tell Us Everything. Mark, yes. question number one. How did you first get into yes. Disney theme parks? Uh, I guess the first time I went to a Disney theme park was Disneyland in California. And it was on my way home from the Philippines. My mom and my aunt and I went to the Philippines. I can't remember what the event was, but we were there for something. And on our way home, we stopped in California to visit another aunt in California. And she took us to Disneyland. And that was it. Like I got on, my mom had raised me. Like we, we went to theater all the time. Like I, I remember seeing babes in toilet. Like my mom took me out to concerts and theater a lot. And she always tells a story that I would spend a lot of time like looking up at the lights. Uh, and I like, I just love like lighting design and scenic design, like that kind of stuff really just does it for me. So getting on Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time and like dropping and being immersed in that environment was mind blowing for me. I think I was maybe seven oh. years old and it like wrecked my brain. <laughs> like I was in the theater, like I wasn't sitting watching it and I was immersed and that was, that changed everything. And on that trip, I got a little book. Uh, that had all the pictures of like Epco it was a, a I was in California, but the book was from Florida. And uh, and I just looked through that book every day for years. Oh. I still have. It, so like, it's like such a classic Disney yeah. story, oh, you know, I love it. Just yeah. like I was just the right age, yeah. I think, like it was just the right time because I know like there are kids that grow up going to Disney and it's like, yeah, Disney, no big deal. It's like, yeah, you lived it your no, whole it's life big deal. I was like. It was just it happened to be the right set of circumstances where I like grew into it. In oh, it. oh, that's great. And now you've been to a number of Disney parks, I've right? Th uh, I've been to three resorts. Oh, yeah. oh, I've been to California, Florida and uh, Japan. Ah, that's so awesome. OK, so of the Disney parks, um, it doesn't just need to be the ones you've been to. If you have preferences on other ones that you haven't been to. But um, which is your favorite of all of the Disney parks? Do you think like Florida oh. is Florida better than California? Do you have opinions on this? I do. My people are going to people are going to get uh, people are going to get like might get weird with me uh, because I like Disneyland better than Disney World, Whoa. even though World is much bigger. And some people are like, what? You're crazy. Disneyland's the original. Um, so, I mean, I have a, and I have a real soft spot for it because it's the first park I went to. But my favorite park is Tokyo Disney Sea, hands down. Like it's not even close. 
what makes it your favorite park? The design. The design of this park is unreal. Um, you walk into it and there's a volcano like right in the middle of the park and what? every land is immersive. So as you like, you can go inside the volcano and that is uh, sort of like a Jules Verne themed land. And that's where uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and what? Journey to the Center of the Earth are in there. Cool. And so when you're inside the volcano, you cannot see the rest of the park. Like you are just in this, like you were immersed in that environment. And when you come out the other side, out the back, there's a whole other land off to, um, if you're standing at the entrance to your right, there is like like their version of Adventureland where the Indiana Jones ride is. But as you go through Adventureland, you end up finding a marketplace and that's Agrabah. And as oh. you twist and turn through the marketplace, it opens up into this beautiful vista where like um, uh, the Sultan's castle is. I mean, it's just, it's wild. And then when you turn around, because of the way they built it, you can't see Adventureland anymore and you can't see the volcano anymore. Cool. Oh my God. So there's like yeah. no overlap between the different lands. It's just like very strategic with your eye lines and stuff. Y yes. Yeah. I mean, there is a bit of overlap like as it's happening, but for the most part, they do a really good job at like once you're in, you're in. Whoa. Like to the left, if you're standing again, if you're standing at the front of the park, looking into it to your left, there's like 1920s New York. So once you get in, the buildings are arranged in such a way that you can't see the volcano anymore. That's oh so gosh. cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I thought I was only going to be there one day. I'd only, when I was in Japan, I only scheduled two days for the Disney parks. One for Tokyo Disney Sea and one for Disneyland. And I did Disneyland and that was fine. Like that felt like, um, like that felt like a greatest hits. Like Haunted Mansion is right next to like, it's a small world. And oh. Alice in Wonderland's across the street. Like it's like, <laughs> right. Okay. The classic. This is bang, all bang, we're bang, all bang, here. Bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. Play free bird. There's that kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then I went to Tokyo Disney Sea and I was maybe halfway through my day and I was already convinced I was coming back. Like I spent a whole I spent a whole second day there. Like it's just I can't say enough good things about that park. It's awesome. Cool. And the character meet and greets are so great. You don't have to line up for a million years. You really? don't have to go into yeah, like I was just walking along and Stitch was there. So I had took a picture with Stitch. That's awesome. And then Max, Goofy son Max was there. And I took a picture with Max. Like, Wait, just, and there's like no son like, there. I've never seen him at a park. Oh, that's, he's great. That's so weird and cool. OK, this yeah. is not one of our written questions, but now I just want to ask because I'm excited. OK, okay uh, so you mentioned the like mascots, the characters walking around. Do you have a favorite that you like try to seek out? I've never seen Darkwing Duck, and I feel like that would be like that's sort of like one that I would love to get a picture with. Does it exist? Duckwing Darkwing yeah. Duck is an option. He exists. He's around. He pops out every so often, but I'm not sure what the schedule for him is. Um, uh, Mike Oxymoron wants to know, sorry, Disney C or C like the letter. Uh, funny thing. So I think when they were first creating the park, uh, Tony Baxter, who's one of the Imagineers, I think he was what the lead Imagineer on creating that park. Uh, they were looking to make a sequel to Disneyland, so they made Disney Sea, so S E A, like as in land oh, and sea, the body of water, okay. land and sea. Cute. And since then, they've sort of changed the meaning of sea, uh, and it's quietly grown into this like secret uh, part of the fandom, which is not so secret anymore now that Jungle Cruise is out. Uh, but it's the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, mm -hmm. uh, and so. Yeah, so like uh, all of the rides that have adventure in them, like Indiana Jones is in the society. The uh, the people from Jungle Cruise, uh, 
let's see. There's so many. Um, Hotel Hightower, which is their the J- Japanese version of um, the uh, Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. It takes place in a hotel, and it's a. It's, it, there's nothing Twilight Zoney about it in Japan, and it's a way better story. And it's another sea property. What? So they're like pushing sea forward slowly. At first, it was just this sort of quiet thing that if you knew, you knew. But more and more people are figuring it out, and now you can buy merch with sea on it. And there are signs up at the park. But they don't tell you outright what it is. You sort of still have to sort of figure out like who's a member and whatever. That's so fun. We've been talking for 10 minutes and there's already a secret society. I love this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. My podcast mate, Chris Bond, loves it. He'll he'll talk about it all day. He's like done some really like I love it. But Chris has like done some deep, deep dives on it. Like he knows everything. Oh, my God. That's exciting. I'm going to have to Google this later. Um, okay, so uh, what's what's one thing that every time you go to Disney, you have to do? Like, do you have like a checklist where you're like, if I don't do it, do these things. I, I'm not at Disney. Yeah, uh, I always have Dole Whip for breakfast. Uh, and <laughs> well, and Dole Whip it, is, sorry, for those who don't know, what is Dole Whip? Yeah, Dole Whip is like a pineapple ice cream dessert. It's vegan. Uh, yeah, I get a, I get a Dole Whip. It's like soft serve, pineapple soft serve is what it is. Whoa. And I get a Dole Whip float. So there's pineapple juice and then the pineapple soft serve on top. And I eat that while I'm in line waiting to get into the tiki room. Oh, my God. That's such a plan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, yeah, I rope drop tiki room. <laughs> my, I might be the only person that does that. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, so uh, on the on the topic of the tiki room, uh, I guess it's not technically a ride, but uh, what is your favorite ride? and what do you think is the best ride if it's not your favorite ride? Oh, man. Yeah. OK. <laughs> That's tough. That's so hard because. Um, and we're only talking about the Disney parks, right? We're not talking about Universal. Yeah. yeah only just, Disney. Just to make okay. it easier on you. Let's let's that, put you that in makes it here. That, that does make it a bit easier. Rise of the Resistance is unreal. That's a mind blowing experience. And that I, is the like, new Star Wars one, correct? That's just the new Star Wars. Yeah, it's the new Star Wars ride. It's not the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run ride. That's not it's not that one. It's the other one. The the story of that ride is. Unreal, like you're in a line, you don't know you're in a line like it's 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 wild, like the first thing that happens when you enter the ride is you go through like the rebel base and that's where the queue sort of is. And then you enter you you enter this sort of cave area and there's a hologram of Ray and BB actual BB-8 comes out. (laughs) And tells you about your mission. Fun. Yeah. And then the doors open and you exit the cave into a courtyard where there is a spaceship transport waiting for you. Your crew of people get on this transport. The doors close and there is an animatronic on there and you you fly through space and you're standing. You're not belted in. This is still part of the pre-show technically. What? Yeah. And. Then you are in outer space and the bad guys come and get you and you get tractor beam and pulled onto like a Death Star and the doors that you came. So a cute little Disney trick, and it's like my favorite detail of this is so when you enter to your right, like there are the doors you came in on and to your left, there's more doors. And that's really classic Disney Imagineering, right? Like they do that in Haunted Mansion where you enter the stretching room through one door, a door on the opposite side of the room opens, you keep going. Well, in this, that door to your left is not functional. <laughs> the door to your right reopens and you're in a new environment. 
Oh, like they've moved that room somehow to another location. What? And the doors open. And now you are just like on a Death Star. And there are I can't remember how many. I think there's 50 animatronic stormtroopers waiting for you there. And it's just you're in outer space. And then you get put into lineups and you get uh, broken up into groups of eight. And those eight people all get shoved into your own holding cells where you get interrogated by Kylo Ren. <laughs> and then Kylo Ren gets. Yeah, there's a Kylo you, Ren. You get like, interrogated. Yes, you're but you, because you've been you've been uh, uh, kidnapped, right? Like fabulous. They're, they're questioning you. They're like, we know you're part of the rebels. And uh, he's up top. And then he goes away because he's got, so, you know, obviously he's very busy. Very you know, busy. Kylo Ren, very busy all Things the time. He's got to cry a bit, yeah. be angry. And then you're rescued and a hole gets cut in the wall. <laughs> like it sparks up and there's like a projection of a hole being cut and the wall opens up and the rebels have come to save you through like a garbage chute. So like you get into another vehicle that's being driven by a droid, which that droid is in um, in the Mandalorian. And that's the ride. Now you're on the ride after what? all that. That was not even. Yeah. The, oh, my God. That's so much pre-ride. Yeah. How long is yeah. that pre-ride section? Like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. I did it three times. Or I want. It also depends on how long you're like in holding, like how long you're in the line, like that short line when they're breaking you up to put you in the rooms. Wow. So that kind of depends. I want to say that I was there for maybe 15 minutes. Wow. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Holy I mean, moly. time flies, too. Mark, we don't have to hang out anymore. You're telling me everything I want to know from worker B supply. Well, I mean, but we still have to get ice cream, though. Apparently you can get uh, imitation Dole Whip in Toronto. What? What is it? It's same? actual Dole Whip. It's as actual. far as I know. I think it's actual Dole Whip. Yeah. Oh. Like it's made by Dole. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. There used to be a place in Kensington uh, that sold it, but they closed down. This is yeah. amazing. I wanted to try Dole Whip when I was there because I know it's so iconic. But I didn't know it was vegan and I was having like I was too shy to ask if I could have it because I'm lactose intolerant. And I was just like, I've been to Disney, I think, three times now and I've never had Dole Whip. And I want it. Wow. We need so to change bad. that for always, you. Always Florida? I've been to I went to uh, California when I was 13. I don't remember much of it. And then the rest have all been Florida. Because okay. it's close and they have so many lands. They do. It's so the parks are so big. Oh, I love it. California has Indiana Jones and that ride up until um, Rise of the Resistance. I think Indiana Jones is my favorite ride. I did go on that and I remember it being so cool, like getting off yeah. that ride with my dad. It was a rainy day and it's inside for Indiana Jones. Um, and I remember it was so cool. It was such a badass. Yeah, ride. that's awesome. Like at the end of the ride, a boulder rolls in for goodness sake. <laughs> like the first the first time I rode it, I was like losing my mind laughing. Anybody who's been on a ride with me knows that I laugh my way through most rides, like, especially the first time. Like roller coasters, I'm just giggling like <laughs> while I'm going down drops. Uh, and during Indiana Jones, I was just like, what? What? I just kept saying out loud. <laughs> and, and then we st and then you stop. And then, you know, there's an animatronic Indiana Jones hanging from a rope. He's like, turn your headlights on and your headlights come on the vehicle. And there's just this boulder. Just a real <laughs> boulder rolling at you. Ah! What? Get out of here. You built this? This is insane. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. And then to like watch like YouTube videos and find out how they do it is even more like <sighs> super cool. Did you watch the series uh, on Disney Plus about all the Imagineers? 
The one that just came out? I think it like, came out like a year last ago. week or two weeks ago. Oh, there's oh, a yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah, I've seen that one too. There's a new one, yeah. And all the like the Disney park nerds are like making fun of it. Oh. Because it's like, well, because it's like, it's for people who don't already like know or have never watched a single YouTube video <laughs> right. about how anything's made. And it's like, okay, well, the Jungle Cruise is a ride. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there are animatronic elephants on the road. Thank Ooh. you. Yes, we know. Thank you. <laughs> oh, very funny. Um, outside of the rides, because I know there's a lot of things to do outside of just the the various different like actual rides. Um, because I know there's a different a lot of different shows and also like times of year like Halloween where there are different themes. The villain, which um, is how this T-shirt came to be. Do you? Mark like, Andrade got me this shirt, so I just want to plug Mark Andrade's <laughs> loveliness. Got me this. For shirt. those of you who are listening to this in a podcast form, it's got a bunch of villains on it, and it looks pretty dope. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you have any favorite stuff outside of the rides, like whether it's a theme time of year like Halloween or any of those other things that you're like, yeah, I must go see this show. Yeah. Halloween's a great time for sure, especially in Disneyland because they do all the overlays in Disney in California. Ooh, like what? Like the Haunted Mansion turns into Haunted Mansion Holiday, so it turns into a Nightmare Before Christmas themed thing. What? And yeah, <laughs> as you casually sip your Jack Skellington. Uh, yeah, then that's like, as a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, like that was like going on that for the first time was the best. Because like, the Haunted Mansion's a, already the best. Haunted Mansion's great. And then there's this animatronic Jack Skellington, Ugh. like as you go backwards out of the uh, out of the attic into the graveyard, he's there, like just sort of towering over you with his long, skinny arms. That's neat. I've always wanted to see his like physicality in real life. That would be so cool. Yeah. And the walkabout characters are pretty good, too. Like the way they did his head with like, have you seen him with like he's got a prosthetic head and his jaw is real. Oh, cool. So like he's able to talk. Wow, yeah. that's smart. Cool. That's yeah. a hard character to nail down in real life. Yeah, right? Like, because it's like, how are you? You can't make him a giant stuffy the way you do like Mickey or whoever. Yeah. 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 Gotta make him real skinny and real tall. Damn. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's super cool. So there's that. And in terms of just like year round things, I love like I'm I just love an animatronic show. Like I just like when Chuck E. Cheese was around, like in like 80s and early 90s, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese now is really like, I don't like what's happened. <laughs> the fluorescent what? lights are up bright. Like there's the showroom is so bright. There's no like production value on this show. <laughs> you wanna, I don't mean to be that old man, but when I was a kid, <laughs> you'd walk in there and it's pitch black. And the, you know what I mean? Like, and there's oh, yeah, the lights room pointed was at the so stage. Dark where yeah. the animatronics yeah. were. Yeah. Like it felt like a theater, like it felt like a show was going on. And now it's just like this bright fluorescent light. Who cares? Yeah. Chuck but, Inter so like, Entertainment Cheese, uh, if you're listening, uh, Mark Andrada would like to come and fix this for you. Oh, I would love to. But there's no way. I'm sure that some kid tripped or something. I'll just never. They'll never turn the lights off again. Oh. <laughs> Disappointing. Uh, that kid yeah. ruined it but for I, all of us. <laughs> but I love an animatronic show. So like Country Bears. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, Tiki Room, I love the Tiki Room so much. And um, if I'm in Florida, uh, for sure, there's no way I'm there's no way I'm missing the Carousel of Progress. It's my favorite thing. It is so good. So for those of yeah. us who who don't know what that is, uh, because they went to Disneyland when they were six and don't remember anything, uh, what is that? <laughs> well, it's a it's a show that happens in the round. I can't remember what they call the theater, uh, but you sit 
in a seat and the whole theater turns around the stage. So there's different um, like different scenes that you get through. What? If that makes sense. Yeah. And it's a carousel of progress. It just talks about like technology progressing. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's very U.S. Cool. focused. The, very U.S. focused yeah. for sure. Uh, and uh, the last scene is uh, hilarious because it's like the grandma is like working the VR machine. <laughs> <laughs> like the microwave oven explodes like it's real it that last scene needs some work for sure like, like it, it needs to be updated did it stop in the like 80s was that where it was like and this is the future Congress. yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's the 90s but yeah pretty much that's the vibe yeah yeah it is a hilarious uh hilarious show in itself i remember just laughing and a bunch of americans who were very serious about it were not impressed that i was <laughs> laughing as hard as i was and it's and the song is so great yeah, it's the song that plays all the way through. It's a great time. Well, we'll get great big, there. beautiful tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, you you got it. You got it. This song is incredible. <laughs> Very fun. Um, Sherman Brothers are the same guys who wrote the Tiki Room. They're the same guys who wrote uh, It's a Small World. Uh, I mean, the Winnie the Pooh theme song, which, by the way, did you hear about this? Winnie the Pooh coming to Broadway. What? What? Winnie the Pooh, the musical coming to Broadway this October starts previews in October. It's an all puppet musical with the music, the original music of the Sherman Brothers. Oh, my gosh. That's very cool. Yeah. If they don't have a song about how Eeyore is depressed, I will not watch it. <laughs> uh, <maybe. laughs> no, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, they do have the rain, rain, rain goes down, down, down. So that might be that anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds great. Um, so we talked earlier about Imagineers, uh, the B Disney Park engineers, beautiful minds, uh, and how brilliant they are in terms of their designing. Uh, do you have a favorite design element of the park? Um, Parks, uh. yeah, I mean, I think we, I think I already like the, um, the Tokyo Disney Sea, the architecture of Tokyo yeah. Disney Sea is like, is, is it for me? And, uh, and then again, if I talk about Rise of the Resistance, Rise, the other nice thing about Rise of the Resistance, that's just a cute little thing, is that the ride is a trackless ride. So you don't really know where you're going to go. Oh, like, cool. There's not like you can look at the front of the car and go, oh, the track's going to the left. We're going to go that way. It's like, no, you just enter these environments where there's like, uh, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. So like, I don't, the at-ats, is that what they're called? Uh, like the yes, big AT tall. Yeah. AT-ATs? Sure. There you go. See, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we might be it's wrong. like Harry Potter, too. I'm not, I don't love Harry Potter, but I love the parks. Yeah, we're not um, hardcore on Star Wars either. So if and not that we hate it, we don't hate it. Uh, we don't hate it. No one hates no, it. We don't hate it. I just um, don't. I just don't. It's not my like. It's not something I obsess over. Other things. Yeah. 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 But that, that ride is unreal. Yeah. Oh, cool. What may how do they do the like trackless thing? I've wondered about that. Uh, GPS pucks. What? Yeah, there's little pucks. They're following little pucks in the ground. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, they tricked us. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Um, yeah, uh, the, another thing on the design thing. Do you know much more? Because I love this part of Disneyland about like the underground part of Disneyland and like the the like the the things you're not supposed the, to see. The, yeah, the utilidors or whatever. Yeah. You can do a tour of them. You can? You can, you can absolutely do a tour. Uh, I did a tour. I did a short tour because the other tour, the one that took you into the Utilidors or whatever was sold out, uh, which was very disappointing for me. Uh, and, but I did a different tour that took me backstage in the Haunted Mansion. <gasps> what? So I was under the track. You know, uh, if you've been on Haunted Mansion, like, you know, oh. the ballroom scene? Yes. I was in the ballroom scene. 
So like the track was above me and I was underneath where the doom buggies go in the ballroom, like so looking at the animatronics. For those of you who haven't been in the haunted mansion before, there is a ballroom scene uh, that you might have actually seen in some movies and stuff before. Uh, it's, it often ends up referenced in things with where there's a bunch of ghosts just like it, they're not projections. They're something else. Um, I won't get into it because I only vaguely know how it works, but they there's very convincing ghosts in this ballroom like swinging on the chandeliers and stuff and it's something to behold so would you have been a ghost no no you wouldn't have seen us and it was before the park like the ride was operating but there was no there were no guests on the all ride. right what? but in theory yeah. based on where you were you could have maybe been a ghost i could have maybe been a ghost if i had like gotten close to like the grandma in the corner that's so cool oh, that's very very it was my favorite that's my favorite person in that haunted mansion the old woman sitting in the rocking chair in the corner. Oh, That's very who's fun. Who's my favorite character? Yeah. Oh, I have to think on this. I friggin' love that ride so much. Um, it's a good ride. Okay, I'm going to switch completely because I could talk about okay. Haunted Mansion forever. Character dining. Yes or no? For me, no. I'm not, like, I'm just not, I don't, I'm not keen on meeting any characters. Like, I'm, I will never, like, I won't wait for a meet and greet. There's something about that that feels weird to me. Also because I'll, a lot of the times when I go to the park, I go alone. Oh, me too. So, so it's just kind of like there's just this lone man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what am I gonna do? Waiting like, to meet this, Mary Poppins. You're just like, you know, uh, hey, hey, Ariel, um, take take a picture of me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing, none of that feels good. So, I don't. <laughs> Very legitimate. Uh, yeah. And what am I supposed to say to these people, right? Like, I'm going to say something like, I'm like, hi, Mickey. Nice to meet you. This is weird. <laughs> I know you're an so, actor. <laughs> but they're a character. How's your day yeah. really going? You're really in character. I know. And I'm missing out, too, because, like, I'll do the line to meet Mickey, but then I'll bail right before I meet Mickey. Because oh. I think the line is super cool. But then I'm like, I don't actually want to, oh. like, you, do this. What's cool about the line? <laughs> Uh, they just put you through an environment, right? Like it's all the like most of the lines at Disney are like they're entertaining you the whole time. So yeah. there's like, you know, you're going through Mickey's studios. Oh, my gosh, I did that. I just remembered yeah. that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was six, but I totally went through Mickey's studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only one I met. We didn't bother with anybody else, but I really wanted to meet Mickey. I hear the Frozen one is is stunning, too. And Belle as well to like meet Belle. Cool. Apparently is super cool. I met uh, I remember hearing that Gaston was really fun. So I made a point my last time there I was like, I have to meet Gaston because I hear he's like a snarky little shit. Uh, and <laughs> he is. And it's great. It is so entertaining. I was that weirdo who was there by myself and like stood in line to meet Aladdin. I was like, so <laughs> like I went hunting for him. It was a little weird. Um, and character dining, I, again, did it alone because I wanted to do it. Uh, and it was and the one where they have all the Winnie the Pooh characters. Uh, and I will never forget. I was sitting there and I was just like, eh, it's like a buffet by myself. And I look up and Eeyore sat down across from me and just went. That's in front awesome. Of me and just put his little face down, and looked sad. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is the greatest <laughs> moment. <laughs> So that's so sweet check it out if you're back in florida go to the one that has all the winnie the pooh characters because it's real cute all right then you yeah, just have dinner I'm with down. eeyore and you can just be like yeah how's your day i'm not against like and that's what i think what i liked about japan oh. was that like you just sort of stumbled upon them and then you were there and then the you know like there was a cast member there who's willing to take your picture so like it all happens super fast 
I think it's when I have too much time to think about what I'm doing <laughs> that I, I'm just like, I can't. I got just like, it's me. And that's probably a 17 year old and they're sweaty. And I, don't, the I feel weird. Been worn by six people in the last day. It's I don't fine. know. I don't like it. There's, and there's families who want to take their picture. You know what I mean? Like I'm just a lone man. And there's like a group of children behind me that want to take their picture with Mickey. Like, and you're like, and I'm no. taking this spot. Wait yeah. your turn. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I we only have a uh, time for like another question or two, but I uh, I really want to know. Um, there are a lot of like urban legends around Disneyland. Like, for instance, like uh, there are real human bones in the pirate ride and stuff like that. The pirate ride, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Um, yeah. at least in at least in uh, Disneyland, I believe is that that rumor is. Do you know any of those rumors? Do you like those rumors, or are you like, nah, get out of here? It's the most beautiful place on earth. Yeah, I mean, I did see, I did hear about that. The one you're talking about specifically that. When it first opened, there were human bones. I don't know if they're still there. They but say when they first opened it, them. yeah, I have think they. There's also a thing that like there are a startling number of people that try to get their ashes spread or left in haunted mansion. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Which is like, oh, it's disturbing. <laughs> Do they have to go uh, through and do an ash sweep every day? I, I have no idea how often they do the sweep. I imagine that they do. Um, oh, uh, my my Miriam Kenley, who's uh, hosts the podcast. Uh, we like theme parks. Oh, hi, I, Miriam. Yeah, there you go. Nate. OK, so on the, headboard. on the headboard, those ones are still real. Oh, Miriam, see? Spooky bones. See, I'm not making this up. Yeah. There are still spooky bones in there. Spooky bones. Human remains. So cool. Yeah, yeah. And the other ones that are still real are inside of Johnny Depp. <laughs> real human bones i know it's hard to believe yeah. because he yeah, it's a, it's a shit porn you get it anyway um yeah johnny depp did like show up in that that ride for real yeah. didn't he yep <laughs> what a, yep. What a weird walked around move. the ride it's <laughs> like i'm here uh you know live your life johnny depp follow yeah, your heart live your life johnny depp simultaneously <laughs> i'm like that's magical and also did you not have another thing to do <laughs> I heard The Rock also jumped on the Jungle Cruise a couple times. I, would I don't die. know if that's real. I, I haven't I seen footage die. of it, but somebody told me that that, that The Rock jumped on. Like, oh my wow. God. I would lose my Commit mind. to the bit, The Rock. Yeah, no he kidding. Would. He would. He's so great. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> the Rock. Um, well, yeah, I, man, I, I could keep asking you a million questions. I have so many questions. Uh, of course, this, this, uh, this space is supposed to be sort of a positive space for nerds, uh, um, but I do feel like I need to warn you before we continue that we have had like a little tiny bit of a troll problem. Um, he, it, it's not like a fun troll. Just He's just some guy on the internet. But he keeps getting into the stream. Well, well, well. Couldn't help but overhear y'all talking about Disney theme parks, huh? Hello, Big Keeper. Oh, I'm a bit of a Disney fan myself. What, what, what are y'all talking about over here? We're talking about the human bones uh, and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and Johnny Depp oh, showing yeah, up, yeah, yeah. among yeah. other things. I like to I like to show up a few times a year and scatter some myself. You know, keep the spirit alive going. Um, only real fans do it. It's a tradition <laughs> from the form. Scatter some what? What? Don't worry what about it. Just you know. I like to I like to think I'm part of the Disney park, you know, really keeping the magic <laughs> so, alive. 
are they are they your bones like do you take uh, like file a bone out and legally i've been told not to get into details <laughs> okay, <fair>. so sorry <laughs> but uh i mean you're you it sounds like i couldn't help over here sounds like y'all are huge disney fans uh sure you know a lot about it about it all it, yeah i mean no Oh, okay. <laughs> what's, the, what's the right answer here? I don't know what the right oh, answer is. Oh, is there a right answer? Only true Disney. Oh, so I'm, I'm terrible at trivia. What's this going to be? I'm terrified. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, this is what we call a fake fan here. Can you stop, Gatekeeper, okay, well, please? Well, you know, it's just, you know, just some simple stuff. Like, uh, look, why don't, here's, I mean, we all love films. Disney's known for films. Why don't uh, the three of you tell me the first film Based off an attraction from a Disney park. With the first, I don't the think first film based off of an attraction. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Pirates of the Caribbean, but I know I'm wrong. Yeah, I think it's I Pirates of the Pirates, Caribbean. Let me say Pirates as well. Yeah, try the third film. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, there were there were oh, other things the third before film. that. Yeah, uh, I mean, we got a second place answer in the chat. Country Bears was the second one. Based oh, off yeah, right. the Country Bear Jamboree, of course. And I forgot that. What? that to Is be fair, one? Country Bear was the first theatrical film. But in 1997, a made-for-TV movie called Come Tower on. of Terror. Oh, Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. Made-for-TV sure. movies so aren't the same yeah. as movies. Is that, I, I Is never that? specified you had to have a $25 popcorn, did I? Oh, yeah. Your date sucks. <laughs> Is, Is that the one with Steve Gutenberg? Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I've ever seen it, but yes, it is. Steve Gutenberg, <laughs> Kirsten Dust. Yes, yes, yes. Directed by that. DJ McHale. Whoever that All right. may be. Okay, come on. Okay, okay. Joel's brother. If we wanted to get into uh, snack food and stuff, uh, what popular snack food is banned from all Disney parks? Not sold in any single Disney park. Oh, I have a theory. I, I know what this is, I think. Oh, I have no, I don't know what it is. Is it all. gum? It is gum. Oh, okay. Yeah, gum. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lucky guess okay, okay, over okay, there. Okay. Don't worry, we got your back, Mark. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank We're you here so for you. And uh, we get all sticky and stuff. Yeah, you have to you have to get off of everything. I heard y'all oh, yeah, talking about uh, urban legends and stuff. And there's a very specific urban legend related to Tokyo Disneyland. Can you tell me what it is? It's uh, It's a bit of a warning That's- before you go there. I, I don't know. Is it the is it the walkthrough attraction underneath the castle? No, but that is that is a popular popular dealio. Yeah, I definitely know about that. <laughs> yeah, you seem a lot like you know about that. Uh-huh, you definitely yeah. seem like no, you're not just reading off Wikipedia right now. I'm not. I'm re- reading off a notepad. So, <laughs> <laughs> wait uh, a second. Much more legitimate. <laughs> it's the urban legend, the myth, if you will. Uh, is that any couple that goes on their first date to Disneyland is destined for heartbreak unless they kiss right at midnight as the fireworks go off? Wait, who started this? Bi- this seems like yeah, a you very- this how are you there at midnight? <laughs> Only some parks are open till midnight. And Apparently, it is in Tokyo. Also, that's a very expensive first date. Is it yeah. That's, yeah, to be honest, that's probably why it's cursed to fail. I mean, <laughs> you're spending a lot yeah, of money on a date that involves a lot of standing around. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a commitment, but uh, well, I don't know. It's a great time to like talk and get to know each other. That's, that's true. Ride. Okay, I'll leave you on this. Uh, since 1971, 
up until the recent pandemic, how many times has uh, Disney World closed? <gasps> oh, I think, is it twice? Disney World's closed twice. I feel like that. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Include, I, wait, including the pandemic? Before the pandemic. Once. The most recent one once. was 2017. I'm going to go with once. <laughs> Zero? Seven times. Seven, Seven times? Why? Yes. Uh, five of them. Nope. <laughs> Six of them were due to hurricanes. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. The, last, the last gatekeeper. one was 9 11. Okay, so, I, gotta, go. I gotta ask here. You're doing yeah. a lot of clicking and a lot of looking down at a uh -huh. screen. Yeah. Are you actually a Disney Parks fan? Uh, I, uh, as How a, many times have you been to Disney Parks? What uh, is the, your favorite ride in Florida? Uh, my favorite ride in Florida is um, the... Uh, the fake, no, fake fan. The, you should know no, this already. No, I love the uh, Frozen Log Flume. Um, what? Yeah, it's a new one. You probably wouldn't know about it. Yeah, really. it's in Epcot in the Norway section, which has basically been rebranded into Frozen. Also, Wait, a log flume right? Frozen wouldn't even have a flume. Yeah, it would just be <laughs> ice. It would be a slide. Guys, I'm not going to lie. When I when I heard you talking 42 minutes ago, I just wanted someone to chat with. It's really lonely here being a gatekeeper. Oh, uh, God. Oh. You don't have to do this, man. Oh. People can just be fans of things without memorizing facts. But if I show I'm the most fan, people will respect me. Hey, oh, but that's not. You, you know what would fix this? I think we should send you to Disneyland and you should go on It's a Small World after all. Uh, can you tell it's me when that was created? It's a world of laughter, a world of tears. No, this no, is too awesome. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> oh. We did it. <laughs> Ba 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 Taste away the gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. I we love that graphic. The Sean Murray. All Sean Murray. All Sean Murray. <laughs> That's I, awesome. Oh. Well, gatekeepers suck, and the best way to defeat them is to hurt their feelings by telling oh. them that they are just pushing people away. I mean, I really think the best way to defeat them is with unbridled love. That's what this show's about. Yeah. All right, sure. we are going into our third section. Uh, this is our final segment of sorts, uh, and this one is called Fandom Fine. So for this section, what we've done is we have gone on the Internet. We've scoured the message boards to find some online hot takes about Disney parks. These are unpopular opinions for the most part. Some are popular. Um, about different parts of the Disney parks, and we will uh, ask for your reaction to them, Mark. Uh, so, number one, this is from Paper Planes from Reddit. Children under four shouldn't be brought to Disney. Uh, uh, uh I can see what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, the Disney parks are for everybody. They're for families. They're for you know what I mean. Like they're for like lone travelers, like. You and I, <laughs> oh, Steph, <laughs> or they're for like, you know, parents to bring little kids or grandparents to bring kids like, I don't know. I don't think there should be a, an age restriction. Having said that, I won't bring my own child to Disney until they're like six or seven. Yeah, I think that's the right. You better appreciate this. I didn't Wait even until remember you until you it. just said Mickey that they had met Mickey Mouse. I mean, actually, fun yeah. fact about me, though, is some of my earliest memories that I actually have are from Disneyland. Like I started remembering 
things around that trip. Oh, Disney made your brain. Yeah, Disney made my brain. <laughs> this is why I'm Ooh. like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I agree in that I feel like that the it's the, the antithesis of Disneyland to be like, it's the most magical place on earth, not you, everyone else, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, get, get, out out that. get these little kids out of here. Uh, <laughs> but having said that, though, some of the most fun I've had uh, at Disney World was at that villains event. And there I don't think it was restricted in age at all, but it was late at night. So there were no kids around, but there was nobody around. Like I got on um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We got on that in like 10, 15 minutes. Whoa. And that's normally a 90 minute wait. Like Whoa. most of the rides were just walk on. Well, That's is it because people were engaging with like the street content and like stuff going on around the park is limited ticketing. So oh. there were there were moments where we were looking around and there was nobody else. Oh, that's also my dream. The, yeah. Also, the neat thing, free ice cream bars all night. What? Well, this yeah. sounds like the there's best just way like, to experience this. Yeah, there's just stations around where you can grab an ice cream bar and a bottle of water for free. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I love this. Yeah, it's great. So fun. OK. Uh, take number two. Uh, this this is from the news that came out like today or yesterday about these today. magic key passes, which is this new type of annual pass. Um, the mm -hmm. magic key passes are the best news I've gotten today. Do you feel positive about them? Do you feel negative about them? Do you not know what I'm saying? Uh, I know what you're saying. Yes, that makes sense. Um, yes, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, I think that people are really, especially like people who live close to those parks, close to Disneyland specifically, like I think they're really relieved because they canceled the annual passes and there was no talk of what was going to replace them oh. at all. Uh, and I know Miriam, who's in the chat, like Miriam, I think, is relieved and excited to get one of those as soon as she can. And I was looking at them and I'm thinking about getting the Enchant Pass. What's the Enchant Pass? Yeah, there's different levels of them. So the Enchant Pass is like the blackout dates. So the, these blackout dates, some of these blackout dates are wild, like Every weekend in October. Nope. Mm. I was like, <laughs> damn, okay. That's the whole uh, Saturday, every, Halloween. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. No, no. But you could go Friday. You could still enjoy all the Halloween decorations and stuff, just not on a Saturday cool. or Sunday. Right. With that pass. Um, and you can reserve, uh, you can reserve uh, up to four days with that pass. Cool. The pass up from there is six days, and the pass up from that one is six days, but no restrictions. There's no blackout dates. Whoa. Yeah, there's Miriam in the chat. Miriam's uh, <laughs> Miriam's very excited and they look pretty great. Oh, yeah, sick. they do. Look, they do look pretty great. And I love that there are like different affordable options because um, my annual pass that I have is for Florida and that was like pretty pricey. And it was I'll tell you, it was the worst pandemic buy. <laughs> oh, I've never, no. The worst pandemic purchase because I was there. I came I flew back to Toronto. I got back on the Tuesday. And on the Thursday after I got back was when the NBA shut down because of COVID. Oh, and that, man. that NBA shutting down is my benchmark of like when the pandemic like became really yeah. real. Uh, so I've had I have this annual pass <laughs> that's just been burning a hole in my wallet. Oh, the no. dumbest thing I've purchased in my life. Will they reimburse you? Is there anything they'll do for you? No, that that ship has uh, sailed. I could have gotten a refund like if I had done it right away. But you didn't uh, and know. They, I didn't know. And they uh, extended my pass the amount of days that they were closed. So my pass will be done soon. -ish. Like I think I, in like another two or three weeks, my pass is going to be up. Go now. Go now. I keep no, to don't go them. to Florida. <laughs> don't go yeah, to no, Florida. Now's not the time. 
<laughs> I keep meaning to call them and, and tell them like our border wasn't even open until recently. There's got to be something. Yeah, I think that's. Very uh, but I haven't fair. I haven't actually done the work to call. So do should, it. You could get, get a magic key, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, switch it to California. Oh, could be significantly right. cheaper. My goodness. <laughs> a smaller park. Yes. Yeah, or there's just, only yeah, there's just smaller and there's two of them mm-hmm. instead of what the four or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Hot take number three. This is a bit of a lengthy one, so bear with me. Oh, well, Paris Pirates handily wins the award for best standard pirates, and Anaheim's no doubt reigns as the most important and influential. No doubt. There is no doubting that Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure is objectively the best ride of the three and easily the best ride, uh, sorry, best ride of the five and easily the best ride in Disney's global roster. This is from CoasterKings.com. Serious. Okay. Well, they must have written that before Rise of the Resistance happened oh. uh because i mean i would give it to them pre rise of the resistance the ride through video obviously i haven't been to that park yeah but the, yeah that ride is the best it looks like the best pirates ride like it, it, it that. it's yeah. wild i i went and looked at a video for that because i really like the pirates ride it's one of the first memories i have of disneyland as well um so much so that when i watched the movie i was like the wine's going through his ribs it happens in the ride <laughs> Um, so I had to go look this up and it looks wild. Like the part where you go underwater looks wild. Yeah. It, it, and the the whole ending when the boat explodes and you are going backwards and then you go backwards and down, oh, like at the end of the ride. It looks so yeah, cool. It it looks it's unbelievable. If uh if you don't picture yourself ever getting to uh uh Disneyland's Uh, across the world you can look up the ride footage and if you're into this stuff highly recommend doing that i'm sure it also doesn't like uh, undermine actually seeing it in real life and doing it in real life but oh man some of these ride through footage is footages (laughs) some of these videos are great (laughs) yeah i'm a big fan of those and i i have very strong feelings about those ride through videos and about broadway bootlegs very strong feelings about them because they take those Broadway bootlegs down all the time. And I'm like, why? Why, why are you doing that? just make me want to see the show more because I'll know what I'm getting into. And I'll, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. And it's like, think of the kids. Think of the kids that <laughs> love musical children. theater that, that are all spread out all over, you know, North America, you know, and like they just can't make it to New York and they just want to see Kinky Boots or they want to see Hamilton or they want to see, well, I mean, Hamilton, you can watch on Disney Plus, but like, or Wicked whatever or it is. Waitress or yeah. yeah. You know, or they want to see every Hedwig. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they want to see Neil Patrick Harris's Hedwig. They want to, all of the different Hedwigs. They want to see them all. Like, just let, let us have it. Let them. It's not, it's not going to stop anybody from going. It only makes me want to go more. Seeing that Pirates ride in Shanghai only makes me want to go to Shanghai 10 billion times. More. Right. Yeah. Seeing it is very different than experiencing it. Yeah. I never yeah. would have wanted to go to Disneyland Shanghai until I saw that. And now I'm like, I kind of do want to go now. Yeah. I'll experience it. All right. Uh, I apologize to Connor Lowe. We're we're skipping ahead because we we're having too much fun on our questions. So we're not <laughs> we're not working through them. Okay. Do you want to do the next one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. You're going to like this, Mark. Uh, Disney Sea is overrated, not foreign friendly. Everything is in Japanese. That's from a review from Richland22 on TripAdvisor. Get out of here. You're in Japan, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I told a lady off. I, I, I was I went to the Robot Cafe in Japan. If, if you've do you know what this is? The Robot Cafe? I've heard of yeah. it. Yep. 
Yeah, it's it's like if like Blue Man Group uh like like ate a Power Ranger and then like <laughs> had a mushroom trip at Carabana. Like that's what this <laughs> oh and 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 the and then medieval times showed up. Like that's what this thing is. It's a nonsense time. It's Wait. This is not Astounding. part of Disneyland, right? It's a whole no, other no. This thing. is its no. whole other thing. It's just, just being clear. This, just Japan. Yeah, there was this woman there screaming at the ticketing agent, like because she didn't speak English, and she was like, "I hate it when people don't understand me." And I was like, "Are you for real right now? You know you're in another country, right?" Oh my like, god! I just, I just like leaned over and I said, "You, you know you're in Japan, right? It, like, you know, like you're not. The, it's their place. It's not for yeah. you. They get to like, see just, what they want." Yeah. You relax. Anyway, <laughs> not foreign friendly. First of all, I disagree. Um, I disagree on the foreign friendly. Uh, everybody was super helpful. Uh, a lot of things are in English and Japanese. So, you know, if you're getting lost, that's on you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to eat something that you don't know what it is because the English translation is right underneath it. Uh, and getting to the park. So my second day at the park, I decided to take a different route. I took a bus instead of the train and i couldn't find the right bus like i had i needed to get a connecting bus and this sweet old man could tell that i was lost and i'm looking at my phone trying to figure it out and he comes up to me and he can't speak english and i can't speak japanese but the two of us are looking at my phone and he's like takes me by the arm and leads me to the bus stop i'm supposed to go to is like the sweetest guy and i was like man i love it here <laughs> so nice he didn't have to stop and do that. You know? Oh, that's so great. Everyone should travel. There's magical moments yes. that happen. But be careful. Everything is in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you go. You, uh, France, oh. Japanese. France, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Disney Shanghai, Japanese. Oh, boy. Also, it, it is a bit like I've been on Splash Mountain more times than I can even count. And to see Splash Mountain in Japanese was a trip. For sure. Oh yeah. It's, oh, it's wild. Yeah, because yeah, all the very all stubborn. the characters are yeah the characters are all speaking Japanese. Oh yeah. But then weird. like laughing with like a southern kind of it's like oh yeah okay, yeah, here we are. yeah yeah super. They also bizarre. have a country bears. It's great. Oh wild. Yeah, I've got it on vinyl. I've got um uh, the country bears jamboree in Japanese. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. That is a collector's item right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. That's very cool. Okay, here's another like slightly uh, controversial one. And by slightly, I mean, I read through some really weird this comments. This is a toned down version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, remove the Hall of Presidents or don't waste our time. Twitter, JD Lovitz. I don't get it. Remove the Hall of Presidents or don't waste our time? Well, I think what uh, I, I found a lot of way more offensive versions of this, but everybody seems to want uh, the the Hall of Presidents removed either because Trump is a criminal or because Hillary is a criminal, or sorry, Biden is a criminal. One of the two. stole the election. Um, and a lot of people have arguments against it for various different uh, presidents are problematic and so on and so forth and that it's out of date. Do you have feelings on this? And it's OK if you don't. Uh, I don't have feelings on the politics of it. Um, really, I uh, I don't know enough, I think, about like all the I mean, like, I think every probably every I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything, <laughs> but like very fair. I don't know. It's 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 stunning. I'll tell you, the design is beautiful. Oh, yeah? And to have that many animatronics, like if you can get past the politics, it's the same with the um, why am I blanking on the name of the American show in Epcot, the American Adventure? Oh. Uh, if you can get past 
the subject matter of like what they're saying. Like the show is unreal. Like the show is so beautiful. There's so many animatronics. These stages are coming uh, like these sets are coming up and down on lifts. Like it's so it's so pretty. Uh, if the politics aren't your thing, you know, just try to tune it out, I guess. Enjoy the magic of it. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Also, I just feel like if if you're going to Disneyland, maybe just leave politics at the door. And I don't say that about many things, but just like it seems like a place where you're not going to have fun at all. If you if you think about that too hard. <laughs> yeah, I get it, though. I get that it's like, you know, the Hall of Presidents is um, uh, can be a touchy subject for people. Did you see when the Muppets were doing a, a show out of the top of the Hall of Presidents? Wait, that was they a great did? Time. Yeah, they had Muppets like up top, like doing like stamps. little little sketches. Yeah, the Muppets make everything They're better. Troublemakers, those Muppets, yeah, right? <laughs> All right, this is a, another Reddit hot take. Um, what is the point of Hollywood Studios? That's from Liam Shadow. Well, what is the point of Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Uh, okay, the point of Hollywood Studios is Tower of Terror. The point of Hollywood Studios is Muppets 3D. And the point of Hollywood Studios is Galaxy's Edge, which is arguably the best thing they've come up with so far. But before and it's that, also... it was a weird place before Galaxy's Edge showed up, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought that the great movie ride was fantastic. I loved that thing. It's very fun. You just so, ride around. You're in a car, right? Or in like a trolley well, that takes you through yeah, all Hollywood movies. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's gone now. I mean, but you get you got to see the Wicked Witch of the West and we're in Wizard of Oz. That part Whoa. alone was so cool. That's cool. And now it's now it's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is a mouthful, but it looks so beautiful. Yeah, I missed it by I missed it by a week. Oh, I can't remember. I missed it by a couple of days. And there were like cast member previews and I kept trying to weasel my way in, but I couldn't. They were. Oh, keep trying. Um, one less one last okay. hot take you have you no you should read this one okay <sighs> ohana is the best restaurant at disney world florida that's from stephanie malik host of the fandom show uh what is your <laughs> hot take on on the dining at disney world um and have you been to ohana have i been to ohana uh no i haven't been to ohana uh but i mean like everywhere you go is great like, you know what I mean? Like, for the most part, there's some that are like better than others. But I mean, I've never had a bad time. Like, I've never had a bad dining experience. Do you have a favorite? At Disney. Mm, I don't know that I do. Wow. I, I really meant to go to the whoop de doo the hoop de doo show. And I didn't do it last time I was there. And what I was is the hoop de doo show? Good question. It's uh, you got to look it up. I, I, I can't. It's it's like a dinner theater. Okay. And it's like a it's like a cowboy country review kind of thing. Oh, fun! Yeah, it looks it looks super fun, and I've never done it. So, where is it? Great question. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I get on. You know what I mean? Like I get on a bus, and it takes me there. Fair, fair, That's very legitimate. <laughs> very, very yeah. legitimate. Oh well, thank you for entertaining. Ohana's a family style Polynesian restaurant at the Polynesian Resort. It's delicious. Everyone should go. Uh, get tickets in advance. Get reservations. Is that? It's in Florida, but what is the one in California on the Polynesian Resort that has the show, the dinner show? I don't know. I've never. Because I've done that one and that's a great time, too. Probably great food there, too. Oh, Disney's wonderful. Yeah. I love Disney. Oh, Worker B is saying, uh, is hoop de doo at Fort Wilderness. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. That does yeah, make yeah. sense. That yeah. makes sense. That's where yeah. all the wildernessy stuff is. Uh, all right. We are at our very last question. Uh, if someone was about to go to a Disney park for the first time, what advice would you give them? 
Um, I mean, I guess it depends on which park, but like, there's so many things. There's like, you know, booking your fast passes and all that kind of stuff. But I would just say, like, manage your expectations and like learn to enjoy lineups. Like I have no, I, I might be the only person I know that like, I don't mind lining up for things. Like I'll, especially if you're there either way, if I'm there alone, I really enjoy the company. And if I'm going with somebody else, I probably really enjoy the company. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. Like, wh- like, why are you getting so hot about being in a line and like getting on a thing? Like, well, what else are you doing? Like, do you really need to get on a ride right now? You need to do a million rides right away. Like that. Like, that's a fun, jokey attitude. Like, I like to joke that I'm like that, but I'm not actually like that. Like, I'm just kind of happy to be at the park and enjoying the park and And like enjoying the company of whoever I'm with. The line is part of the ride. It's designed to be part of the ride. So you're on the ride. Yeah. You're a part of it. Yeah. That's just the experience. And and talk to the person you're with. Maybe maybe you like them. (laughs) Maybe it's your second date and therefore your relationship is not cursed. Yeah, Unless right. you kiss at midnight and then it becomes cursed. No, it's the opposite. Oh, wait, that's, it's the opposite. Reverse. Oh. And then the, on the third date, uh, you it goes back to the first way. And every every odd one. So you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Every odd yeah. date, you have to kiss at midnight. Every even okay. date. Yeah. So, this is a so we're going to go we're going to go through spells where we're like not <laughs> not really good for each other. And then we kiss and then everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Very complicated. Yeah. But, you know, what love okay. isn't Disney's put yeah, a lot of yeah. work into this. I can I can handle the roller coaster of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's the truest ride. Love. <laughs> Perfect. Did we do it? We did it. Uh, Mark, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I have a podcast. Miriam, who is in the chat, uh, hosts a podcast. Me and Miriam and our friend Chris Bond uh, have a podcast called We Like Theme Parks. And we're on Instagram with uh, We Like Theme Parks. And you can find us at WeLikeThemeParks.com. I also have a podcast with my pal Jason uh, where we talk about Monday Night Raw. So we talk about wrestling every week. And my goodness, that thing is making less and less sense. So if you want to hear us lose our minds watching a thing week after week, uh, not understanding what we're looking at. (laughs) I do want Uh, that, actually. That sounds fun. I'll send you the link. Amazing. It's just us banging our heads against the table. <laughs> uh, and uh, what else? Oh, and I'm on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. Mark M. Andrada on Instagram. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much. We are also on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel free to reach out to us if you're enjoying this. Uh, I'm at Stephanie underscore Malik with a PH, not an F. Uh, I'm at the Kaya Green. There yep. are others. I'm the one. <laughs> and if you want to, for some reason, follow the gatekeeper, uh, he is at Philippe Demas. Uh, this show runs every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Next week, we are joined by the incredibly funny Jocelyn Getty. I promoted last week because I made a mistake, but we are with uh, Jocelyn Getty of I Hate It But I Love It podcast, the Beaverton and New Eden talking about my most recent fandom, Shira, the princesses of power. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. I will host alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is I won't be able to talk. I'll be so because Steph will be literally operating at a high pitched squee that only Shira <laughs> fan dogs can hear. Oh. <laughs> but it's going to be a very very good time. Um, in fact, if you're a fan of Shira, um, please feel free to reach out to us over the interwebs, whether it's on Instagram or or Twitter or on the comments to this video, and give us some of uh, hot opinions that you might want us to deal with. <gasps> 
uh, on the show. If you have thoughts on Shira or specific episodes or specific fandom stuff, feel free to get in touch with us. Tell us what it is. Um, and uh, we'll have our resident fans react to it. So get yourself on the show. Yeah. Um, also, quick reminder, uh, we can't do this without your support. Um, so uh, please keep listening, keep watching, and consider supporting the show by buying a virtual ticket at baddogtheater.com slash the fandom show. Um, that's how we make it all happen. So, so help us do that. Um, the theme is uh, Sparkle Mountain by Andrew Wong, uh, tech by Connor Lowe, the one and only, bumpers by Sean Murray, produced by Bad Dog Theater, and Cardboard Sword Collective, which is us. And for a full list of upcoming episodes, in case you have any more hot takes you want to throw our way, uh, please visit baddogtheater.com slash the fandom show. And remember, uh, like what you like, love what you love, and tell absolutely everyone about it. Uh, we've been The Fandom Show. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.